This is Trevor, and this is Actions and Reactions. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about books. And we're going to be starting off with Carly here in a second, but just sit down and get cozy because this is going to be a lot of fun. I know. It's Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Travis Bradbury and Gene Reeves. It's a uh, self-improvement or self-help book. Uh, what's the number of pages? It's 250 pages, but these goes by so fast because it's in different sections. How did you come across it in like the first place? Like, what did you just like find it in your like book uh, case, or did you? My mom, she recommended it to me because my like I have I always like hide my emotions a lot, and so like, it's good to learn and see how you can I can improve on them if I needed. Oh, so your mom recommended it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so is, are they like? Is it all? Is it like available on multiple platforms, or is it just like hardcover only sort of thing? Um, I know you can buy it uh, on like, iTunes, but for this book, you actually it's correspondence to a test that you don't take. But I didn't choose to take it, but you score yourself on it oh, on like okay. different intelligences, and then and you test yourself again to see how much this book helps you. Tell us a little bit about it. About the book? Yeah. Okay, so it starts out explaining what emotional intelligence is and how it affects us in everyday life and how it can um, help us. So it breaks it down into four sections. So self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship managers. And then after it explains what they are, it... It gives examples of people who each have good, good, good um, self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, relationship, and bad examples. So you really can tell how it affects them. And then it then tells you to take the test, which scores you on each of the categories. And then after you finish your scoring, it gives you strategies on how you can improve, like such as like breathing techniques or like counting to ten even, or just what kind of test? It asks you about how you. Um, it asks us about your personality. It's online. Oh, okay. And then you could just write the score and write the book. So it's it's kind of psychological to figure out where you're at, like emotionally as well. It sounds yeah, like. and the, and it's nice because it's, it's like the book is talking to you. It's like you're having just like somebody giving you advice. Oh, so it's it's different from a normal book in that like. It's it involves you more since yeah, it's, interactive. it's interactive instead of just having to read through a normal self-help book or a psycho- psychological book where you're just straight up reading about it and it can be more broad. It can actually get into those topics, which will help you a lot more, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because it just doesn't say emotional time. It breaks it down into four different things because we're all different. So yeah. Um, it was. Did you like the book overall? Like, yeah, was it, it was it good? It's nice because it's almost like we're just learning more about ourselves, and that's never a bad thing. If anything, this book can help you not do that. 
I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I uh, actually, it, make, it tells you to like, listen to how your emotions are and like, ask yourself why it's happening and react upon it. So like before an oral presentation, you can say I'm nervous, but why am I nervous? Like, I don't need to be nervous, just like evaluate yourself in certain situations. Well, and that's good because like most of the time with books like that, I mean, you usually find yourself either getting lost in the detail or just it being so broad that you can't really relate to it. So it's good to hear that. But at the same time, did you feel like it was maybe a little bit too like scholarly at some points or was no, it, were it, they able to really connect you to it easily? I think anybody at any level could be this. It's really like... Uh, the vocabulary is really simple and there's techniques for different people so not everything will work for you but like you will definitely find things that work for you and will work for you that makes sense is there like so out of the whole like experience reading the book uh, I know you've talked about how you've, you've sort of grown with it uh, I was wondering if you could just sort of expand into that a little bit more and just like tell us maybe if there was a certain section that helped you the most, um, maybe what helped you the most, or just how, what you personally got away from the experience that we all might know might be different from others since it's such a good book to sort of go into yourself more. Yeah, so my favorite sections was the self-awareness one because you don't usually like take a moment and like evaluate yourself and this is a good moment to do that because usually we just go on our lives and never take time to like evaluate ourselves because there's all emotions we have are for a reason. There's no... Um, emotion that we just happen to get. There's always a reason behind it. Nice. Is the um, would you recommend this to other people? Yes. Um, I I think everybody can always improve on themselves. So it's like anyone, any age group. Yeah. What's the point of view? It's um, it's second person, so it's like talking to you and. I also wanted to add that like when you're reading this, it's not like a group read. It's like it should be intimate with you and the book. Like it's it should be all personal and real with like that. Would they uh, want you to like incorporate it within like a family setting maybe? Like have like the whole family like read it and then maybe no. go together and talk about it? Or is it just more like, it's more, like personal, personal, like personal growth? Because everybody's different. They have all different scores and the whole categories. Uh, say, like, what's the name of the author again? It's Travis Bradbury and Jane Greaves. Would you be interested in reading if there any any of their other works? Do they have any other works? or? I'm not sure if they have any other works, but I would definitely be interested because they make things really easy. The way they explain things, I could not do it. Like, they explain how, like, emotions go through your brain. I'm like, I'm not, like, like into that stuff, but, like, they made it so simple. They kind of dumb it down. Yeah, but, like, they still make it sound, like, accurate. So, it's good. What, um, speaking of, like, how well the authors, 
uh, get across the point in the book. If you were to have like a conversation with them, what would be a couple of things that you would like I would talk about? Ask him how, um, what inspired him to do this, and how they personally made changes to better their emotional tangents. Because I, what, I think that they wrote this book for like somebody who they thought could use it. Uh, do you know if they have any like um, professional like experience or like do you know if like they usually authors like who write these books come from like certain universities or are professors to a certain degree? Uh, do you like do, do you know to any degree uh, what they uh, how knowledgeable on the topic they are or was it something that you didn't really think about because they enthrall you into the book so much? They're doctors. It never really goes specifically into what type of doctors, but they definitely have the tools I mean, and intelligence to this book to make it accurate. Okay, so they're 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 definitely qualified to a certain extent. So um, I'd say just to wrap your book up overall, what would be your overall uh, sort of rating on it from? Uh, one to ten for a self-help book, especially. I feel like. Um, I'll give this honestly like a nine because it really like is an easy read and it's easy to do the techniques they teach and it's not like any fake stuff. It's it's nice because in these other self-help books, I feel like. It's almost like a counselor talking to you, and like, it's almost like, oh my goodness, I've heard this before, but they, it really, like, it, this is a book because you never heard these things before. If it was like, you know them, then it wouldn't be in there. What, what would be the one thing that they can maybe do to sort of improve it to that overall perfect 10 of 10 score? Would it be more personal to the point where like maybe you had a specific thing with the book or was it overall you feel like everyone can sort of see that there's like a little flaw in the book? Um, I just always, I think that a good thing to do to add was like how, examples of how this book helps people to like just like icing on top of the book. I don't think we went over this, but is there any like one quote that really stuck out to you? Um, I'm gonna do two. And the first one is a quote one. The first one is a short one. It's emotions always have a purpose. I mentioned this before, but like this makes you like think of it, and you're like, have you heard of a girl? They're like, I'm just so mad for no reason. Like there, there, there's a reason. There always is. I mean, species being small and they're, you don't really know it, but there's always emotions. I mean, a reason to be emotions. Um, so another quote is your emotions will create trouble if you let them lead you around without reason but your rational thoughts can be just as problematic if you try to operate like a robot without feelings so that just shows the good mix of like feelings and like rationality you should put to like to uh, why you do things because you, you need to think with both your head and your heart not just one or the other because if you think with all your heart you're not going to do things something smart and if you think with your brain you're probably not going to have fun or a good time yeah it's definitely that makes 
Nice. Thank you. Well, yes. when we come back to the Actions and Reactions podcast, we'll be tuning all the way over to Adam for his book. But in the meantime, we will catch you in a few. And this is Trevor. And this is the Actions and Reactions Podcast. Welcome back. We uh, just heard from Carly Wright about her amazing book. And now we are going to be segueing, segueing right into Adam. So, Adam, the floor is yours. What's the name of your book, my man? Uh, I uh, read Integrity, The Courage to Meet the Demands of Reality. And the uh, author is Dr. Henry Cloud. Uh, just a little background on Dr. Henry Cloud. He's a clinical psychologist with an extensive background in both the clinical and professional consulting world. So he goes around to businesses and he sees like the problems that's going on in his business and he tries to fix them or just like bring solutions to any of the problems. Uh, super cool. This is a self-help book, but it also deals with just relationships within the world and then also in business. Uh, it's around 280 pages, and I found this book because uh, my uncle gave it to me. Oh. Is your uncle big influence on your life? No, actually, uh, uh, we were just on a, going on a trip, and he's like, I had, I had this book I just read, and it helped me uh, in my business. I think. Since I know you're going into a business degree, I think you can read it and maybe it will help you. So he gave it to me and I saw it on my bookshop. I like, I should read this one. Well, it's good to know that like he's put it to good use. So you already know that it's uh, it has validity to it. So you know that it's been used and that the results do show. So you're not going to be wasting your time on another business self-help book that just gives you motivational tips and nothing else. Yeah. And is, do you think you're going to use these things in business school? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. yeah. No matter who you are, even if just any job oh. you're in, you can use this stuff. Alright, what point of view is this? Uh, it's first person, uh, because Dr. Henry Cloud actually gives, he's the one writing the book and he actually tells you, like, when I was here, this is what happened, or I experienced this, um, this is how I fixed the problem. Mm. Alright, so let's, what's the book, like the uh, plot, like what is it about, and what does it so, teach you? Yeah, so the main premise of the book is to show how integrity works in all part of our lives, and it's needed for lasting success in whatever you do. Because um, a lot of people, they go into whatever, whatever they want to do, and they don't, some people don't last very long because um, their integrity, they're lacking in integrity. And documenting more to integrity than just being ethical. It's also about being like a whole well-rounded person and well-integrated person with those around you and whatever work you do. Oh, so like it's sort of giving you a more detailed description description than just like saying oh, just stay with whatever you choose to do. It's like telling you that when you're going into something especially within this world, you have to sort of be within it for a long run and sort of highlights that you need to think about the future and the, the difficulties in it 
because that's going to come up at a certain point, basically. Yeah, or even, even if you don't want to, if you're not thinking about the long run, but uh, having integrity will push you to continue successfully on, on your long run. Because, I mean, a lot of people, they go into something and then they get fired or they get uh, burnt out and it shows you how people, and this is how you sustain your boss or something, this is how you keep co-workers or people working. So what's your definition of integrity? Um, I always thought it was like, you know, like integrity, like not cheating on a test or like being ethical. Um, um, but Dr. Cloud goes and shows that it's more than just being uh, ethical. There's a whole, it, it really just is a whole person. Uh, you should be, have integrity. It's not just one little like being ethical to that. Now, does this like state sort of to a uh, more business-related perspective, or does it have that business overall perspective, but sort of breaks down into character having to come out in order to be successful in that area, especially? Yeah, I'd say he. All his examples are business perspective, but I mean, if you actually need it, you can use it in whatever you want. But all his examples are through businesses, so you can take whatever his example was, like I have an example I'll tell you, but you can take that example and apply it to any situation in life. Uh, you know, if you don't mind me, I'll tell the example. Yeah, just so, uh, one of the examples, uh, he uses numerous examples throughout the book of companies that he's been to, but one of them is Dr. Cloud, he gave an example of a newly appointed CEO who was picked uh, for that position just because he was the best fit, and it was all on paper, just he had the best numbers on paper. Uh, but it was not long before the guy who was, uh, it was not long before he was no longer the CEO at the company, and they had to hire a new one. And this guy failed because he was unable to truly connect with the people he was um, working with. And he couldn't care for their needs. Like if they asked a question, he was like, yeah, we'll just take care of it. But he didn't take the time to sit down with them and ask, like, what, what's your problem or why are you having this problem? And this is just one of the many examples uh, he gives within the book. That's got to be pretty good from a sort of uh, reading it and the consumer uh, stance on it because not everyone is a sort of CEO. So it, I feel like for me, if I were to read it, it's nice that he's providing that overall generalized aspect without having to get into a certain job too much to the point where people who can't relate to it don't and it's sort of secluded to those people especially. Are there any um, quotes or parts of book you'd like to share with us? Yeah, some, uh, one quote I found, or like, is on page 265. It says, as a result, you try to operate only using your strengths and thereby compensate for those weak areas in some way. So basically he's saying, like, um, people, like, highly successful people, or even us, we like to play to our strengths. We like to, when things are going good, we like to keep on, um, keep um, the things that are going good. We like to keep going well in our lives, but we forget about the bad areas of our life, or the flaws that we might have, and that's what like, can hurt our character in the long run. Yeah. We forget, those will eventually come back up. If we don't address those now, uh, it will just hurt us later on. Do they ever give any methods to sort of, uh, like, deal with them, or is it just sort of addressing the topic? Yeah, he does give methods. Um, 
some of them are like like taking the time at the end of the day or something to look back at your, like, your day and see what happened. Um, and in the end of the, towards the very end of the book, it kind of summarizes everything that you talked about. I think that quote's so important because it brings on the importance of like how knowing yourself and like knowing your strengths and weaknesses can like make you better in control of your life. Yeah, so uh, some examples or some advice you can give is understand why you might have some gaps to work on. Uh, accept yourself and realize that there's nothing wrong with having gaps and know what to do next to resolve them. Yeah, we're, we're human, we have flaws. Yeah, and so you don't want to just forget about, forget about those flaws or gaps. You want to realize that you have them, accept them, say, you know, this is me, and I have to figure out how to fix it. What would be your sort of overall review of the book? Um, like, it, do you, did you find it all the way through really interesting and it, it kept your attention the whole time? Or was it one of those books that sort of went in waves where, like, it piqued your interest and then sort of it went slower to the point where it dips down? I would say, I would say uh, in the beginning I was really interested in it and then and there were parts where I, you know, I'd start to get bored or I'd start to think about things. So I'd say... Um, the context within the book was really good, but I find myself getting lost a little bit. Is that because like, it has a difficult vocabulary? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty uh, sophisticated uh, in its how he words things and what the topics that he's talking about aren't exactly that, they're not that easy to understand or, um, to follow with. So you have to be in the right state of mind for it. And after a while of reading the book, you just kind of get almost burnt out. Um, yeah. It's kind of so dry. And it's just like, um, not, there's, no, there's no real humor in the book, but it's yeah. just all like facts, but they're good facts that we all need to hear. But, so, from what you're saying, you say like the tone of the book is more of a serious and formal. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I guess with like works like this, they do get a little bit dry because you're not really able to incorporate that comedic standpoint. But that, that's good that you mentioned that because, like with Carly's book, they're two of the same genre, but at the same time, you see two different like two different aspects on two different things but simultaneously how they present it is everything yeah. and I feel like overall did you come away with a better experience or did the sort of reading take away from it overall like what would be your overall sort of score like you could do out of 10 what would you think I'd say overall score would be like a 7 I'd say there were parts in the book where I got lost but then I also came away from the book with a few like main good main points and I think in a book that's really all you're going to get you're not going to remember every part of it and I don't remember every part of it but I remember a few key points that will help me just life one on and since you gave it a 7 out of 10 what would be the big difference that what's his name again? Uh, Dr. Cloud. Doc, that Dr. Cloud could sort of incorporate in order to bring that 7 out of 10 up to maybe a 10 out of 10? Would it be more personal for you? Or do you feel like overall, like with Carly's book, it would be like a main thing that everyone through reading it could see is like a problem within the book? 
Yeah, um, I'd say definitely uh, Carly said like seeing people's results. Yeah. I'd like to see that as well. But I have some people, I'd also think uh, just like me condensing the book. Or maybe it, was a, it was a long book. Like, maybe some of his main ideas, maybe like taking out a lot of his like, main points from those, but he kind of drags on a lot of the. It could have been said in like in, in a simpler way, and you didn't have to spend all that time reading it. Yeah, like from yeah. something that could be condensed down so yeah, much. Like Ten pages of just one of his experiences that like, could have been cut down a little bit. With uh, making the vocabulary easier to understand, create the books be easier to read. Okay. I think it would be, but then I think it also take away from the seriousness, the seriousness of the book. High level. Yeah. So, with this book, would you recommend it to other people? I would recommend it to other people who are just looking to better their relationships with people. Is there any people. specific like age range or experiences people going through? I'd say definitely uh, high school or uh, even even college, you know. High school might be a little bit because you know, uh, I felt myself like, kind of like book for maybe the future. Yeah. Not right now, like stuff that they're talking about right now, maybe what I should learn about in the future. But, um, so I'd say older. So you think you you think you'll come back to this book and further? Uh, I think I'll come back to some of the main points that he went uh, talked about. Nice. Well, this has been Adam's book. Thank you for sharing with us, Adam. Next time we will come right back on the Actions and Repactions podcast, and it will be my turn. We'll see you in a few. This is Trevor. And this is the Actions, Actions and Reactions, Reactions Podcast. We are back. We have knocked out Carly's, Adam's, and now we are currently on me. All right. My name is Trevor, if you did not get that from the first time. And the book that I read was 33 Minutes Until Morgan Sturtz Kicks My Butt. <laughs> All right. Why'd you pick this book? Um, to be honest, uh, the day that our uh, outside reading books were due... I completely forgot about the deadline to begin with, and so I remember going home that night and taking a picture of my uh, my brother's uh, bookcase because all the books that I read in my bookcase are already read, and I don't really have any new ones. I was gonna read um, what's the what was the book that just uh, the the one with the movie that just came out with the the VR headset? Oh, Wonder. Ready Player One. Yeah, Ready Player One. My grandma just got me that book for Christmas, and I was thinking, oh, perfect, I haven't seen the movie or anything. But then I come back and realize that my brother had previously read the book, and I think that might have gotten uh, Miss McGinnis to want me to read something a little bit better than something my brother has probably already done. But I saw it in the bookcase. It's, it has a yellow cover, so that really made my eyes pop overall. So, I mean, I was just like, you know what? She accepted it. She approved it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to read it. It's, Thank um, you for your honesty of the <laughs> deadline in the last minute. It's a, it's a fiction book, and uh, the, the author's name is Todd Hasek Lowy. And... Uh, What's the length of the book? Is it short, long? It's 210 pages. Uh, the book takes place in middle school, and... Uh, to be honest, I'm thinking that I think it was more geared towards a um, 
eighth grader sort of not not reading level, but state of mind. Like state of mind, yeah. Um, because within your guys' self-help books and stuff like that, it's really detailed. It 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 touches on a big broad topic, whereas this is sort of just a small story for like kids in middle school to read about and it's even to the point where they have like drawings within the book that get in between the actual writing and the story of the book. Oh, that's, that's different. But um, I'm curious to know what, what point of view is this in? It's told from a, a first person point of view. Um, it's mostly him just narrating the, like he, he's talking about his experience in the book but he also takes jumps since it, it happens within a 33 minute sort of window it actually goes beyond that to like 37 because it's like 33 minutes until the fight happens and then the sort of little aftermath where the next seven minutes are is like them getting in trouble so since it's within that 33 minute sort of story arc within 210 pages you don't really see much of uh, you don't see much of like a story arc overall developing within that time but you see flashbacks you see him sort of giving his perspective upon the book overall and what's happening because you're just thrown into it at first they don't give you the backstory but they do as you go so in these 37 minutes, what goes on? Like, what's the summary of this you give? Well, there's this, these two boys named Morgan and Sam, and then they were best friends, I think, in elementary school. And then as they started to grow up, they became even more friends. And within middle school, they met this new kid who sort of joined their class out of nowhere. And then from there, the new kid started to be incorporated within their circle of friends. And, you know, it's, so it's one of those middle school situations where, like, you, and, you have a best friend, and you guys are so, like, linked together through your relationship and stuff like that, that immediately when another person is sort of incorporated, at least one of the, one of the two people, depending on how the other guy is involved with you two, like which one you spend more time with, it, it sort of infracts the relationship as a whole. Is there jealousy? Yeah, there's, there's jealousy between them, uh, but it's not really more jealousy. I'd say more tension than anything else. Uh, they're sort of brought into the situation and their friend group sort of tenses up through it because there's a bunch of unresolved problems under it. So someone's brought in to the two friends and then mm -hmm. one feels left out. And it's sort of through that, that whole puberty thing as well where they're going through puberty and so that is overall... Exactly. It's, it's, it's common middle school stuff, I mean, at its very root, but it's like tensions through their lives separately, tensions between like them growing up and like having to deal with more stuff like that, but overall it's brought down to one small situation that seems like it could have seemingly been avoided in the first place. I'm trying not to like touch too much into the book because 
while I do think I didn't really enjoy it that much, it could be a different experience for different people. Yeah, maybe if uh, maybe a, a younger age group, like maybe kids in middle school, do you think they would have liked it more? Yeah, I. Read this when you were in middle school, you would appreciate it more. Um, I think I would, but I mean, even in middle school, I wasn't that type of guy to be like reading books like this. Yeah. I mean, I just never was. Some people do find, like, they find confidence within these books where they do find, uh, find out deeper messages and things like that, but I never really was. It's It was overall a, a, a decent book, but I just felt like I was too out of the demographic that they were sort of trying to aim for overall. Yeah. Okay. So, since Shane's not your demographic, which demographic would you say it's for? Uh, like you guys were talking about middle schoolers, yeah. I mean, younger younger people, yeah. probably cutting off around ninth grade of high school. Um, the good part about it is that you do come away with overall lessons. Like I said earlier, the whole thing that contributed to them, like, their relationship being so, like, corrupted, not really corrupted, but, like, ended it to, like, it ruining everything, was things that easily could have been avoided. And so, you just, it makes you think, at least for me, that what can I be doing within my life to sort of reduce that unneeded stress? Like, I've gotten myself into various situations, even over the past four years, where something is small, and that didn't need to be blown up to what it was, ended up being blown up to that point. But, I mean... It just makes you feel like, no, not feel. It makes you contemplate that stuff more and try to sort of apply that to your life. But that was just my perspective on it. It could be different for any other person who reads it, though. Okay. Um, so, was there any like quotes that you liked from the book or anything that stood out? Well, um, a big part of the book was um, uh, Sam's confidence. He, uh, within one quote, he states a fact that he's, I'm the smartest person in social studies. Uh, however, others would say it's just my opinion. Um, he has such a big confidence to himself all throughout the book, even though he's seen as sort of like the nerdy kid and he's like head of the math team and stuff like that. He's, he's put into this place where he's overlooked by everyone. And it's that common stereotype between middle schoolers, like, oh, he's the nerd, he's the jock, and sort of things yeah. like that. And that also becomes a sort of factor into why they're, they have so much tension between them because other people don't see it like they are, they should be friends. Mm -hmm. So people come in between and, like, rift them apart. But it was inspiring to see his confidence in that he has everything stacked against him and he's like the stereotypical definition of what shouldn't be sort of cool and he has everything against him within the book but regardless he still has that confidence where he says I can I can do this I mean I'm the smartest kid I'm here is everything through his point of view or do you get to see other people's no it's it's all through his point of view uh, 
it's more it's just through his point of view and then he goes back to and explains the whole situation so it's like if you were to write down an event in your life yeah. from starting from one point but you'd have to go back and give everyone the information about it okay. in order for them to understand the situation as a whole okay. so did you like the book overall or um i think you kind of pointed on that it wasn't your, your it, book quite book it wasn't my sort of cup of tea but i mean in since it wasn't my sort of i didn't really get invested in the story i tried to pull out those overall underlying messages so that i could at least try to come away with something instead of just being left in the dust and come away with nothing from the experience and then just read a 210 page book and just give an overall bad bad time of it all right so if you could say one thing to the author about the book what exactly would it be um, or any advice? Or it, it, it's kind of hard to sort of give my advice to something that uh, I feel like would be popular amongst younger kids. Uh, I would say, because his target demographic probably was middle school kids to begin with, so even if I were to talk to him, I feel like he wouldn't really come away with too much from what I'm saying since I'm outside of that demographic. But overall, I would probably tell him that... Uh, I, I liked how he incorporated those underlying themes that aren't really, they don't flaunt in your face all throughout the book, but they're there and they're, they're revealed enough for you to know what's happening, but it's not overblown. So, and I'd also congratulate him on publishing uh, a, a middle school novel because um, writing in general is not easy and he must have spent so much time trying to put this book together to begin with, and uh, I just got to give him a, a round of applause for all the um, effort he put into it, because writing is no joke. Yeah. Thank you for sharing this book with us. Thank you. This is wrapping up the end of the Actions and Reactions podcast. This is Harley. And this is Trevor. And we will see you guys on the next edition. And thank you for your time. Thank you.